Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Blended Podcast, Mm -hmm. and today we're going to be talking about knowing your role. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to define your role. <laughs> I think yeah. we we think, well, yeah, I know my role. I'm a mom. I'm a stepmom. You know, I'm a wife. I'm all of these things. But I think we don't really stop and think about the role itself and what it entails and what it causes and things like that. Something I was uh, surprised to learn is that it takes four years um Ooh. To completely get adjusted in a blended family. And both of us are on our fourth year now of, Mary, so, yeah. of being married. So I don't know. I, I can see that. I can yeah. feel like things have kind of gotten to a rhythm, a pattern. We know each other's schedules and how things are going. Of course, still changes, you know, one getting ready to go to middle school, one getting ready to graduate and things like yeah. that, I'm sure are going to throw a wrench in it but for the most part i feel like we are kind of getting into our this is our home this is our family yeah not that we haven't been that way all along but no and for us we added a, a new addition so <laughs> yeah y'all just started all over yeah, it <laughs> kind of started back over right wow, four more years <laughs> yeah chant that for a good reason yeah, four, say, four years. so four yeah four years you had to wait you you and you reset uh, yourself at three with adding a new baby so yours it was yours and she didn't have any right and now it's yours and ours uh-huh. <laughs> so but so far it's going oh, it's going pretty good the boys the boys already had a a step sibling from or not a step sibling but a half sibling um from their mom so they they kind of knew the drill when you guys had willow yeah and so yeah you're what you're saying is right like what's the role you know and we've had those conversations you know being honest in the pandemic yeah it's been a nightmare yeah I mean, just because it's like, <laughs> especially if they're have they been exposed? I was going to say, if somebody's well, you're exposed. bringing her over here around the daughter, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, I'm exhausted now with how many times we've had to, right. to you know, be careful or did they get exposed and make com, you know, right. phone well, calls and conversations and understand situations when they're not with you, right? So if they're exposed and they're at the other parent's house. It's kind of like, okay, well, they need to stay there, you know, until you're sure they're they're negative or whatever. Or whatever yeah. yeah, we've ran into that multiple times and vice versa. They've been at our house and had to stay. And it can be inconvenient for both households. You know what I mean? The one that, oh, okay, well, they have to stay there. Well, I don't have anyone to watch them on these days because usually they're with you, you know, and vice versa. I don't have... You know, anyway, I can't take off work. It's like they're going to have to stay with somebody else. You know, just so many things. Like you said, the pandemic has, has compounded well, all then, of this Well, but then, you stuff. know, you've got a daughter. Like, we've got to keep her safe. Right. She can't get a shot. 
Mm-hmm. So we'd be extra cautious. <laughs> right. And it's not even the pandemic. It's RSV. Mm-hmm. It's Oh, the flu. Stay Strep out of their face. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're something, something bad. Stay out of her face. People so, still get regular sick. That's what <laughs> right. I think we and keep so, forgetting. But, okay, so if someone were to ask, probably if you asked a, a child, what is the role of your mom? Yeah. What is the role of your dad? They right. they know these things. These are common things. We could all answer that pretty easily. Dad's supposed to cut the grass and grill the chicken. <laughs> right. There you go. But if you are like, what's the role of a stepmom? What's the role of a stepdad? I think that's where there is a little bit of a gray area. And I can speak from experience. Of course, you know, we kind of go along with the... I don't discipline, you know, his daughter without him there. He doesn't discipline my daughter without me there. We discuss those and we kind of do that together. But, of course, if their safety is an issue, like, you know, she's about to run out into the road, I am going to say, no, Lena, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, and things like that. But there are times where she'll ask me questions. Say, for instance, when I turn 14, can I get Snapchat? And I'm yeah. like, well, honey, that's something that your mom and dad will have to discuss right. and decide. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say, oh, yeah, honey, when you're 14, you can get Snapchat. I think that'd be great. You know, like, and then she goes to her mom's house and she's like, Megan said. At 14, I, I can get Snapchat. You know, and I'm like, so I just always try to, like, err on the side of caution. 100%. But I do have anxiety about certain things. Like, sometimes I do have to get on to her or, and by getting on to her, like, Lena, sit down and do your homework. Right. You know, Lena, do this. Just I things think, like that. I think, you know, knowing your role, one, if you've had the conversation with your significant other, right. spouse, yeah, whatever, um, then there should have been the green light for like, hey, yo, if she ain't doing of her homework, course. like, take care of it. Right. Don't call me on that one. And, and that's totally a thing, but... I think something that we don't think about is the anxiety that it can cause. Oh, I guarantee You know it. what I mean? Like, I I have anxieties about the relationship that I have with Lena more so than I do with my own child because she's mine. Right. I, I can tell her, sit down, sit do down, this, do I, you know, yeah. no worries. Right. But it's like there's that little internal piece, and maybe it's just me, of, you know, I want her to like me. You know, I'm not right. her mother. I'm not, you know, I'm her stepmom. Right. I live here. I'm married to her dad. You know, when we got we got married, in her eyes, now, you know, I've taken her dad from her in a way. Right. So it's like I'm already, like, trying to tiptoe, you know, like we've talked about before. Sundays are hard. You know, yep. I try to let them have their time. I want her to know, like, you're still his number one, you know, and yeah. all this. But it's like biological parents of course there is anxieties with biological parenting not trying to diminish that but i think step parents have a little bit more anxiety and are a little more anxious because we are trying to make everybody happy i'm trying to make the kids happy you know my daughter all the time says will you always you know, blame me. You don't, you never blame Lena. Right. If we're, they're going back and forth. I'm like, Tana, stop, you know, yeah. but I'm like, you're 17. Right. <laughs> She's 11. You know, it's like right. a little different. And, but I'm trying to make the kids happy. Of course, I want to make my husband happy. And 
I mean, I'll be honest. I want to make her mother happy. I Absolutely. don't want her mother to not like me. I right. don't want her mother to think I'm picking on her kid or, you know, like singling her out in a certain way or something like that or treating her differently than my own. So I have all of this constantly, right. you know, in the forefront of, okay, like, you know, this, this it is different. This isn't my child. You know, she's my stepchild, but I don't so, have the final say. So let's flip the coin. <laughs> so for me, uh-huh. in my role, it is more anxiety driven now that I've been through a divorce, remarried. And now you have a child with. Well, it has nothing really to do with Willow. Oh, it has okay. to do with before the divorce. I was the authoritarian, the parent, whatever. Fine. That's right. dad's role. Yeah. Then we divorce. Right. And our parenting styles are different when it comes to punishing and different things like that right and we try to co-parent on it but it's still at that mm-hmm. point two different households right well now you know you throw jesse in who's in your boat who doesn't want you know right. she doesn't mind to be but she yeah she's like you know uh, so a lot of times i'm in like the triangle <laughs> at the top of the triangle of like you need to tell them to quit doing this no right no you need to tell them to quit doing this and so it's constantly just feels like i'm all it's all You're I the get bad done guy. <laughs> is i'm the bad guy disciplining kids like getting phone calls he won't go <laughs> tell to your son in the shower yeah, you don't have to talk to him right take his phone do that you know and so i'm like constant and so yeah, it's like so. It's just is changed. That my it's role changed now? from my dad is the one who disciplines me to at my dad's house, right? And but, when I'm at my mom's house, my dad calls and tells me, "Yeah, I, so yeah. dad is the <laughs> that's the bad guy at everybody's house." I always feel like dad <laughs> yeah. watching me. Yeah, you know, like, uh-huh. and so it so it is. So there's more anxiety for me because it's like, is that my relationship with them? Right, always the disciplinary. You know, but I've seen you know in the last little bit with Jesse like. Uh, dinner the other day they yeah yeah i'll eat it we'll eat it and then one by the end they're like no and she's like you're gonna sit down and you're gonna eat that right i'm like amen right like, thank, I, you. thank you because <laughs> right. typically that would be me yeah you should look at you like uh are you gonna say something to him and, and there are times you know like lena will come back with something you know that would maybe deserve a reprimand or whatever and like i'll respond right. and then she'll come back again and then Ooh. i give up you know i look at him i'm like I'll let you handle that from here on out. You know what I mean? Because it's just like I tried twice. Right. Like, because I, listen, I'll admit, I've been known to lose my cool on my own kid. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that with you. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want that to happen, you know, with you, with your kid. You know, it's it's a little different. But yeah, I do. It was so funny because we just had a slumber party for the first time, you know. Now, keep in mind, my daughter, like I said, 17. She had one when she was little, you know, whatever. So I'm outside. The kids are in the house running around. We had five girls and I'm outside walking the dogs and Tana comes out there and she goes, Mom, I think you're getting too old for this. (laughs) I said, what? She goes, I don't think you have the patience for this anymore. I said, why are you saying that? She was like, I can just tell by your face. You're already over it. They all just got here. <laughs> so I'm like, am I that transparent? But yeah, so no. I mean, but that's it a, happens. But interesting role. 
Because Chris right. leaves to go get food. <laughs> yeah. You're stuck with five yeah. girls. Uh-huh. None yeah. of which are... And it's so different because with Tana, I grew up with these children with my kid and an event, you know, sporting events, and uh-huh. they played things together or, you know, you meet right. them in the classroom. You know their personalities. It's a little bit different with her. I haven't grown up with these children. I don't know their parents. I don't even know the kids, most of them. So it is just, it's it's a whole different yep. ball game than when, you know, my daughter was growing up. So, of course, like we always say, it goes back to communication, talking, you know, talking with your spouse, talking with the the biological other parent, you know what I mean? And figuring out like, hey, I, just making it clear. I'm just another person that loves this child. I don't want to be the mom. Right. I don't want to take over anything. And a, a good example for us was. She would be so embarrassed. Comes a time where little girls need to oh, yeah. purchase certain undergarments. Gotcha. We'll leave it at that. Gotcha. So my husband says, I say to him, she needs these. Yeah. And he's like, okay, we'll get on there and order some. And I said, no, you need to tell Missy yeah. that she needs to get her some of these. After she they have that whole thing. I'll purchase them. I'll buy as many but as I'm like, buy. as a mom, right. she will. They will want to go and together. Your only daughter, right? I'm like, I yeah, I can go get on Amazon and order up a couple. But I'm like, I don't know what one she might find comfortable, right? And it's not my place. Like it's a, it's a, it's yeah. a coming of of age, of age yes, and into, mother bonding. Yeah. So yeah. and that's exactly what happened. She took her. They found one she liked. Yeah. And then I ordered some. But after that was done, you right. know what I mean? It's but like, here's the kind she, oh, yeah. But some people wouldn't have Mm-mm. cognitively went there. They're they like, oh, like, she needs these. I'm going to go buy them. Let's and go. then Come on. sends her over. Car. Let's go. Can you imagine? I send her over to her mom's. No. <laughs> Not even sending Hitting her in over. in the shower and it's like, her being what's home? this? Or her being like, mom, me and Megan had to yes. go and it was, uh, no. we had a, you know, either we, it was awkward or we For had a me, blast. I and, always, of course I have a daughter, so it's right. a little different. I think maybe if I had a son, Ooh. it wouldn't cross my mind to think that because right. I wouldn't maybe think of that. No. But I always put myself in the position of if someone else were parenting my child. Yeah. Would it hurt my feelings or, you know, if I did this or they did that, how would I feel about that? And I try to put myself in that position for her because, like I said, I would have been upset if someone took my daughter, someone else took her and did that, purchased those for the very first time, had the whole conversation about it's time that you wear this, you know what I mean, or whatever. And, you know, and same thing with other things that happen, you know, like her mom had those conversations and then her mom tells me. I had these conversations. Yeah, so we're good. Here's the lookout. You know, here's what I did. You know, and I told her she can come to you. And of course, it's all about a good partnership, first of all, with 100%. not just your spouse, but with the yeah the biological mother the or father. Right. Yeah. Just have being able to have those conversations and giving it a little extra thought, things that are big milestones or big deal. Yeah. Like being able to know enough to step back and let them have that experience with their biological parent like you right. know what i mean so i mean it's and, and the cool way you could think about it was would be like if i'm an aunt in this right. situation oh yeah would you do that as an aunt would you do that as an aunt no. probably not this right. is a, a mother-daughter thing and that doesn't mean that of you, course you know it could have been one of those cool situations where missy could have been like yeah oh i can't can you just take her and do hey, it or you come with us yeah we you know i mean like that that stuff it, right it happens it strengthens those mm-hmm. roles and it shows everybody that we're on equal playing fields and, right you know like uh 
you know, Zeke had a fifth grade night mm-hmm. for football. Big deal, I guess. I don't right. know. Never had him in my <laughs> used life. Used to be eighth. They just keep getting younger and younger. Well, kindergarten night I think before it, we know. Oh, sixth grade. Sorry, sixth grade night. He'll he. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sixth grade. It's their last year in like little league, little or league or whatever. So they do a big thing, of course. And so we were all going to just walk him across the field together. Yeah. Well, his mom ended up having to have doctor's appointments out of town. Right. Couldn't make it in. For her, it was a comforting thing of like. Okay, it's just you'll have Jesse. Yeah, but she's like, please make sure that they announce, like, right. I'm not just some deadbeat that didn't just show up for a sixth grade night. <laughs> like, right. hey, you know, Zeke's mom couldn't make it because she's, you know, had a surgical procedure or whatever. Right. And so she was fine, but yeah. just make it look like, don't make it look. And so <laughs> I never would have thought of that. We would have just walked across right. the field. No big deal. Yeah. Anybody that knows who right. matters knows. and But... Again, uh, it's right. one of those situations without communication. Would have made her feel that way. It would have made her feel that way, not yeah. because she didn't want us to do it, but that right. she didn't want it to look like she wasn't doing. She it. wasn't there because there are so many right that aren't Lord, yeah, kids that absent. you know were being walked by other coaches and oh, yeah. parents weren't there, and it's that's a whole other sad story in itself. But you know, you don't want to look like that. And so communication right. and right always for us it goes back to communication. Don't be afraid to have the hard conversations. Don't be afraid to plan ahead if you know these milestones are going to come up. Like having those conversations, like hey, you know, soon you're going to have to have this conversation, and just figuring out how you want to go about that. Like, and as a step parent, just being a good support system in all of these. Right. Like you have the conversation, I'll back you up. You know, right. And things like that. So, I don't know. Being able to talk everything through. Because, one, step families tend to be a little bit more busy than everybody oh, else. Yeah. Because whether you realize it or not, I think in the beginning, we try to balance all those plates. So, we've got, these are your kids and you need to spend time with them. And this is my kid and I need to spend time with them. And then, But right. we've got to have family time. And we've got to be building this relationship together. And then, oh, well, we need time, just the two of us. So we got to have time for that. You know what I mean? Like in juggling right. all of these things um, until you reach that four-year mark, you right. know, where things flow a little more easy. So just being patient. So here's the interesting statistic, though, with that. Mm-hmm. Being patient, all those things. Something that I think we we take for granted is 85% mm-hmm. of kids who grow up in a blended family <laughs> yeah. where they communicate and it's healthy right. are thankful at the end of the day yeah. that that was the way they were raised. When they're adults, yeah. they come back and say, yeah, you know, those first couple of years were rough a little bit, you know, and having a sibling when I was an only child and this and that, but uh, I love my half-brothers, my stepbrothers, my stepsisters, you know, I do feel like we're a family. Can't imagine my family any other way than this. And a lot of them realizing as adults now in their own relationships that I see how happy so-and-so made my mom or dad. Right. You know what I mean? I remember it not being so happy with my actual mom or dad and they divorced and of that was hard for me. But then in the end, you know, seeing... I mean, even like Derek and I have discussed before, you know, we didn't have step parents or, you know, anything like that until we were adults. Right. Our parents were married until both of our mothers passed away. And and my dad is already remarried. Derek's dad is getting remarried. The clock's ticking. And it is. It was hard for me at first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because for me, 
my parents didn't divorce. Right. You know, there wasn't a bad right. thing that happened. My mother passed away. So it was like, <gasps> how could you do this to my mother? You know, right. but then now it's like, okay, so, but I don't want him to be alone. No. I want him to have, you know, because I, I can't imagine being alone and, and not having someone to share things with. So, of course, wanting that. And the th- same thing for our kids and kids as they grow up. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good statistic. 85% are happy that it happened once they're adults. Well, I can just like, I think about it um, from like Tana's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like she gets married, she gets to have Chris there. Mm-hmm. You know, right? grandpa, he'll be a grandpa. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if she ever has kids. Yeah. And then she went from being an only child to like, now she has kids someday, they're going to have an aunt. Right. And mm-hmm. yeah, Lena would have only... be a part of that. Right. Or one day, you know, if Lena has kids, then Tana gets to be an aunt. Yeah. And just those things that... Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have had. Would never have happened. Right. Like in that situation, yeah, you know, there's people around that we call right. aunts and uncles that aren't or whatever, but it's not the same of like... No. We were We grew up together. Well, and it was nice at the slumber party that I've talked about a few minutes ago. Um, one of the little girls, Tana, had came in... And one of the other little girls that didn't know who Tana was, she looked at Lena and she said, is that your sister? And Lena was like, yeah. You know what I mean? There was no, no, but that's my stepsister. You know what I mean? It was just, yeah. And I've heard Lena before say, like, she'll be talking to somebody on FaceTime. Here's our cat. Here's our dog. Here's my sister. Yeah. You know, and to her, it's just, this is my sister. This is my sister. You know. And, and neither so, one of them had siblings. No. They and went from they, both being only children to now. And now they get to have that. Yeah. They get to have the best of that. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's even even cool. Like, just, mm-hmm. just thinking through things like that. Like, yep. you know, they if you do it right and it's healthy and you can right. put all the differences aside and make it about them. That someday they're going to look back and go, man, hmm. I did have a bonus mom. How right. cool is that? Yeah. Like that's, and that's, you know, that's why we have never said step. Like right. the boys still, when people are like, yeah. is that your stepmom? They're like, yeah, that's my bonus mom. Yeah. You know, like. Well, and for me, I don't think a thing of the stepmom label. You know what I mean? Like it works for us. Like right. I'm her stepmom and I don't think of that. I know it can be taken in a negative connotation or yeah. whatever, but like we don't, you know what I mean? Well, it's just. But I think for me, it's like setting them up for that 85, like. I did get to have a bonus mom. Yeah. And I did get to have bonus grandparents. You know, for us, like... It was funny. The other day, Lena said, uh, referred to me as her other mom. Oh, that's cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because she said, well, one of my moms does that. Yeah. And I just thought that was neat. You know what I mean? Because, like, it wasn't my stepmom does that. It was, well, my other mom does that. And we can think... I have a mom who does that, you know, and it's like... Disney movies and movies who make the stepmoms out to be the villains. Right. Listen, I'm the coolest stepmom that ever was. Listen, I know. Just ask my stepdaughter. She'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to make her do her homework. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think, you know, it's, again, it goes back to the basis is... The mm-hmm. basics and the basis of everything we talk about yep. is what are you investing in it? How are you communicating that? How flexible are you? Right. And are you just being a, a kind, right. considerate human who puts Imagine, other people's thoughts and feelings in uh, your mind? Right. Imagine how you would feel right. as the biological parent. When you're doing something as a step parent, imagine if someone did this or said this to my biological child, how would I feel about it? Right. And then, I mean, if you run everything through that filter... You're probably going to be doing pretty good. Yeah, I would think so. Hey, we'd love to hear from you and have you join in on the conversation. Would you head on over to facebook.com backslash blended podcast 
And you can jump in the conversation. You can listen to every episode of the Blended Podcast that we've put out so far. Or you can head to Instagram, search the handle at the Blended underscore podcast. Thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.